Welcome to the Old Man New Pilot Podcast. The adventures of an older man who's decided to learn how to fly. Episode 27, Exam but no flying. On the 14th of November 2016, I had a flying lesson booked, but it was very cloudy, very low, completely overcast cloud, so that was cancelled. Weather was starting to kick in. On the 15th, so the next day, I was back at True SB training for another day of tuition and an exam, and it was communications. Uh, communications is very important when you're a pilot. You'll be spending quite a bit of time on the radio, and you're expected to use a certain kind of language. You don't just waffle on. Some people do. I've heard them. Uh, but you're supposed to. What you're supposed to say is supposed to be concise, easy to say and understand, and to give all the relevant information without waffling on. It's one of the hardest things you'll have to learn, I think. I mean, once you can take off, once you can land, you know, flying around is dead easy. Learning exactly what to say, what order to say it in, when to say it, when you're supposed to put your call sign first, when you're supposed to put your call sign last, what information they're expecting, is actually pretty tough. Uh, I've got an app on my iPhone, uh, and I can't remember what it's called. It's, It's by the same people that did the PPL Tutor, and it's excellent. You can practice your calls uh, so say you're making a you know a join at an airfield it will tell it will ask you what you would say and then it will give you the response that will ask you for the next line give you the response etc and then at the end it will tell you which bits you got right and which bits you got wrong i spent hours and hours on this i was actually quite paranoid i didn't want to sound like an idiot i suppose when you're in the air you really don't want to sound dumb uh, so I practiced this a lot, and I found that app absolutely superb for me. I um, mean, it's it's like two, three pound, and it's worth its weight in gold because it doesn't weigh anything, so it doesn't really matter. So let's give you an example of a call. Uh, this is an actual example of somewhere I'm flying tomorrow. Uh, you're on the way from Gamston to Duxford, and you're approaching RAF Wittering. Now, if you're at high enough altitude, you can just fly over the top. You don't have to call them. Uh, if you're below something like 3,200 feet, you've got to call Wittering and let them know that you're going to penetrate their mats. That's that's the expression the RF use, penetration for some reason, I don't know. Uh, so about 5-10 to ten minutes before you're going to go through their mats, you need to call them up and ask for permission. So what you would say is, Wittering Radar, Golf, Golf Alpha Lima Bravo, request mats penetration. So that's their name, your name and what you're after. And they will reply, Golf, Golf, Alpha, Lima, Bravo, pass your message. So they're saying, right, what is it you wanted? Now this is when you have to give them all the information in a specific order. So it would be Golf, Golf, Alpha, Lima, Bravo, PA-28, that's the aircraft type, from Gamston to Duxford, that's your route, 10 miles north of Wittering, that's your position, altitude 2,000 feet, Q&H 1,005, that's your altitude, requesting mats penetration so just confirming what it is you're after they will then say something like and this is hopeful you might not get the approval golf luma bravo mats approved not above 2000 feet so what they're saying is yep you can fly through do not fly above 2000 feet you then say mats penetration approved not above 2000 feet golf luma bravo so you have given the mandatory readbacks what they call mandatory readbacks some of this information that they give you, you have to repeat back to them so that they know you've got it right. There's a lot of it, and that's one of the the things that you will have to uh, deal with when you're doing communications. Okay, so the that set of information is used quite regularly, and there is a way to remember it, and it's car par. So it's like car park without the K on the end. 
So that is call sign, aircraft type, route, position, altitude and request. If you can remember that, or write it down on your plug, even if you just write CARPAR, you will quite quickly remember what it is that you have to say. You can't, you know, don't use extra words if you can get away with it. You don't have to say, I am a PA-28. You don't have to say, from Gamston to Duxford, you know, and I'm going to be there in 20 minutes and it's a lovely weather and everything like that. Don't waffle. Other people will want to use the radio. You might be the only person flying that day. If you were, I would be a bit worried as to why. Perhaps you've, the weather's not really good enough. But generally, other people will want to use the radio. And it can be quite hard to break in when other people are having conversations. So try and be concise. Try and be precise. Okay. Other specific calls that you might want to make. Joining information. You arrive at an airfield and you want to tell them that you're joining and you want to get the airfield information. What runway's in use? What's the QFE? So you know, you know what's what circuit height you should be at. If you're still on the Q&H, you might be you know, 200 feet out from your expected circuit height. Uh, you can get basic and traffic services. You can get a bearing to a specific point, although nowadays with these days of GPSs, you're probably not going to use that so often. And of course, one thing you can do is make a mayday call. Uh, but let's hope that neither me nor you ever have to make one of those calls for real. So like I say, important things are precision and being concise. If you're not sure what you're supposed to say, don't be afraid to ask. Uh, they are just people on the other end, you know, uh, they will tell you if you're missing something. So if you say, if you give a car par, but you forget to give your route, they will say, what's your route? You know, they will give you a little memo. They won't, for the most part, be angry. Uh, I have heard some uh, ATC people actually get a bit cross at other people when you're on the radio, because everybody on the same radio can hear what you're saying. You know, everybody on 104.475 or whatever station you're on can hear you. So it, you don't really want to sound like an idiot. Uh, but they will generally be, be quite kind to you. The other thing is don't sit there with your finger on the button. Okay, there's nothing worse than the airwaves being cut off by the fact that there's somebody in an aircraft who's forgotten what to say, but they've left their finger on the button, or there's an error. You know, they've got a problem with their comms, and the, it doesn't disconnect. It's It just stops everybody else getting in. Okay? Like I say, they will tell you if, if they need more information. If you're not sure what to say, have a little practice, out loud or in your head, then press the button and say it again. Okay? Obviously, when you're with your instructor, you can practice on him and say, I'm going to say yada 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 and he'll say okay don't forget you've got to give your route or don't forget to go you've got to give your altitude all those things not only have you got to give that information but you have to give it in that specific order at first you won't you'll say oh my altitude is so and so and my position is so and so and i'm going from so and so to so and so don't worry about it just practice on getting it right it makes it easier for everyone other things you need to know when you're doing communications are the meaning of roger okay everybody said roger you know, seen numerous war films. It means I have received your message. Wilco. That means I will comply with your instruction. Okay. Only if somebody asks you for a car par, you can't say Wilco. You know, or if somebody says, like on the max penetration, if somebody says max penetration approved not above two thousand feet, you can't say Wilco. They are mandatory readbacks. But for other things, you know, if somebody tells you what the wind is, you can uh, you can say Wilco if you want. Or you know, if somebody says. Right, if you don't see something, you can use Wilco. Okay, uh, negative is, is used instead of no. 
a firm is used instead of yes. There's a few other little things like that. I'd been stressing myself out a bit about this exam. I knew just how precise the terminology was. Uh, I took the exam, I checked it, I checked it again, I then checked it for a third time, and actually at the third check, I spotted a question that I'd got wrong. So when you're doing those exams, just do that. Check them at least three times. I spent more time checking than I actually did filling them in. And what I do with the exams, by the way, you get a box that you're supposed to put a cross in. I put a dot in each box first time through, so I said, right, that's I'm putting my, this is going to be my answer. And only when I've checked it again and again and again do I actually put a cross in that. So it just means that you're not rubbing out or it, you don't make it a mess of the exam paper. Uh, so 100% on that, so very pleased. Uh, that was one I was fairly stressed out on. Uh, because we'd finished reasonably early, I think you know Graham was quite happy that my communications, I'd been practising a lot of my communications were quite good. We made a start on meteorology, so turning into my very own weatherman, and that was another exam that I really wasn't looking forward to. It's one of the hard ones. Uh, it's like a two-day course. Not that I was actually looking forward to any of the exams, of course. Next day, supposed to be flying again, and cancelled yet again due to high winds. Uh, it's November, you're going to get cancellations. But at least I was happy that I'd got an exam on the way. Okay, hope that was interesting for you. This is Carl, uh, Old Man New Pilot. Don't forget to check out the website, oldmannewpilot.com. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them. And uh, if you're on iTunes and you're listening to this, uh, if you'd be, I'd be grateful if you pop along and put a five-star review up. Uh, you don't have to say anything particularly, just you know that you like it, and uh, it will help other people find it. I don't get any money from these or anything, I'm just doing it for, for mine and your benefit, but uh, that would be uh, appreciated. Okay, speak to you soon. Thanks, bye.